0: Welcome back to That's the T, the podcast that shares football news in the most digestible way possible. My name is RJ and I'm here with my co-host Ryan for part five of Save the Franchise, where we plan to tackle the AFC South. Ryan, how are you doing today? And if you're holding number five, so in five words, describe part the five. AFC South.
1: Oh. Part five. Five words. You did, you did it to me last time. God. uh, uh. A mess of a division, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: for yeah, me a it, mess of a division. Most
0: teams are just trash. That's my five. I counted this time, so I don't make the same okay. mistake I okay. made last
1: time. <laughs> That's good. I was embarrassed well, after that that little spiel that we had last time. <laughs> yeah, I think you had you had four words instead of five. Four you failed your own five. question. Doesn't yeah. matter. It was
0: Big rough, but I feel like we're going to say that a lot for some of these teams in this division for this episode. As we're talking about the AFC South, we'll be talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Tennessee Titans in that order. So it's fitting to start with the worst team in the division.
1: Love the worst the, team.
0: You love the worst team. Okay, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Ryan, if you love it so much, why did they go 3-14? and
1: Ah. <laughs> you know, it's up to you. You you want to dive into what went wrong, or should we save it, or or like you know save it for the sake of Urban Meyer because you probably heard all of it already. Yeah, I recall. Um, but hey, I'll, I'll gladly take you through it. Okay, go for it. yes. So it started with him getting fined in OTAs for having live contact practices when you cannot have live contact. So th- that was the start of it. That's how we started in basically what June or mm-hmm. May. Um. And then later he tried Tim Tebow at tight end. That experiment went, I I think it went down the drain pretty quickly. Uh, And then after losing two games, one being uh, one game being to the Texans, he said to the fans, hang in there, go to sleep, knowing there's no one working harder than us. They proceeded to win three of the next 15 games. And then after that, him at the bar, we all know what happened there. And then after that, James Robinson wasn't in the game on fourth and goal on the one yard line. You know what he says after the game? I'm pretty sure you know, right? Mm -hmm. I don't micromanage who's in the game, man. He's the coach. (laughs) He he, he doesn't know who's in. All right. And he had a meeting through the season. And he threw all his assistant assistant coaches under the bus. He says, I am a winner. They are losers. And, they cha- and then he challenged each coach to explain when they won and made them defend their resumes. And lastly, before he got fired, he kicked Josh Lambeau as he was stretching. Told him to make his kicks and called him something no bueno. Called him something no <laughs> bueno. Yeah, he kicked the man when he was doing a lunge.
0: Dude, feels so bad for the kicker. Who literally gets a taste of his own medicine? Got assaulted, basically. He really did. So, yeah. Um, the TLDR is that they needed a lot of help in their coaching, specifically their head coach, and they got that help. Um, this this year actually. So we'll talk about that when we get there. Overall, I feel like the team was okay in terms of the roster. The team yes, was okay. roster is fine. The roster was fine on paper. It was just the coaching that just completely went to hell. In terms of some new additions, though, let's talk about the future for this team, especially for this year. In free agency, they what spent like the most money out of any team possible. Just so, saying. I, I don't know what they actually got, but they did spend the most money. They did spend the most money. I feel like you said that because of the first line that we had here in our notes. It's the exactly. wide receivers that they got. They literally subtract. Who they subtract? They subtracted DJ Chark. DJ Chark, and they got Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. So they lost one DJ Chark and they got two more.
1: They grossly overpaid for Christian Kirk. Not saying he's bad, but like uh, I just don't understand. I don't think he just like... Okay, I don't want to say he doesn't deserve what he got, Mm -hmm. but come on, man.
0: (laughs) Come on, man. I think he'll be... Better than what people expect, but not like the money kind of says. Cause I think he's being paid like a top five wide receiver. He's exactly
1: like if he's getting paid like that, I at least can make a hundred K in the NFL per year. <laughs> I'll file that away. I'll challenge you about that later.
0: Um, in terms of other free agents, though, they got some help on the offensive line. I feel like this is probably where they got the most value for their money. They got Brandon Sheriff and Cam Robinson on a franchise tag. I think they even extended him and got a deal done with Cam Robinson. So their bookends are pretty, pretty good now, or at least they're left or right side, if I'm not mistaken. And in tight end, they got Evan Ingram, brick hands man.
1: I was never high on Evan Ingram. I think you liked him, and another guy in okay. our fantasy league did. I just, I just don't understand it.
0: He was fast. <laughs> that
1: was it. I liked you know it. Who else is fast? Remember Darius Hayward Bay? <laughs> He's fast.
0: Yeah. Well, what was your quote about him?
1: He ran faster than the ball. Oh, yeah, he runs faster than the ball and then he uh, doesn't know how to catch it. <laughs> catch
0: it. But, anyways, yeah. Um, In terms of free agency, if you were to grade them, I'd give them like a B minus.
1: Pretty generous, but okay. What would you give them? In terms of free agency? I feel like, yeah. a C... I mean, in your range, but I feel like C plus, straight average, like, eh, okay, very okay. mid, you know? Very, okay, so, okay, C plus, oh, I like that. Yeah, maybe I was a little too generous. Maybe I just like, up the in, the, in the same range as you, you know, but uh, probably <laughs> a little more pessimistic than optimistic. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well,
0: moving on to the draft, they had the first overall pick, and they somehow fumbled the bag. Well, in my opinion, they got Trayvon Walker at the 101. You're I thought show up your hated... house
1: tonight. <laughs> Trayvon Walker. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're I would that used that like, first-round pick money to fly to you.
0: <laughs> I thought Aiden Hutchinson was going to be the 101. So when Trayvon Walker was the first team read on draft night, I was a little surprised, but it, apparently the team really liked him. So it is what it is. Maybe it's a scheme fit type thing at the one twenty seven, they got Devin Lloyd, who's like pretty much like miles Jack. So pretty good. And at the three Oh one, they got a center Luke Fortner, who I didn't know much about, but he apparently he was like the third range center coming out of the draft. So pretty good. Oh,
1: third ranked center in the third round,
0: in the third round. So, in terms of new head coaches, just to kind of finish off the new additions, I got a new head coach, and it's Doug Peterson and Ryan. So you kind of laughed a little bit. I think this is
1: pretty good. I actually really like. Well, Matthews, I, I don't Peterson. think it's bad. I think it's just I don't know. There's something about him. He looks kind of funny. <laughs> he looks kind of <laughs> funny.
0: But he did unlock Carson Wentz. I mean, that he was did. That's MVP. what I'm saying. I I think yeah. he's he's not bad. And he kind of got all those pieces. I think we like chat about this a, a bit, kind of off off the uh, podcast i mean he got the beefed up offensive line he has a decent quarterback they have plenty of wide receivers and running backs like he doesn't focus on like one, one specific, player, yeah. yeah one weapon yeah so looking kind of good and their defense is pretty good too so i think the jaguars might be a pretty sneaky team coming into this year that's just me did you have anything else you want to talk about in new additions before we move on nope Nope. already let's talk about what to look forward to in terms of breakout players ryan take it away who do you have as your nfo breakout player for trevor Lawrence,
1: jaguars me too oh very nice under doug the only way is up basically any other coach besides urban meyer the only way is up i actually picked trevor lawrence up in fantasy i think in late round or in the later rounds if your first qb is not a top eight qb i would just pick him up as security
0: i think where people were drafting Trevor Lawrence last year is where you need to draft him this year. Yes. Cause, what we're, cause the Trevor Lawrence were, we were supposed to get last year is coming this year.
1: Exactly. exactly. It's just the later
0: year, which is totally fine. So if I feel like with that being said, for all the people that drafted Trevor Lawrence, they might be a little burned and be like, Oh, like I don't want to draft Trevor Lawrence. And so you might get them at an even more discount. Yeah. I think it's a good pick though. Um, In terms of I'd fantasy football swap. though, I went with Christian Kirk. I know no
1: you Yeah, I did. I went with Christian Kirk.
0: Oh, that's a, that's surprising cuz um, you know, you're kind of ga- you're kind of not gassing him up and Oh, of... well, okay,
1: okay, okay. I just because you're overpaid doesn't mean you're bad. That's why earlier I was like, I'm not saying he's bad, but like, okay. you know. I from, from I I how I see it is that he's a good receiver, maybe just not 72 million dollars good. Okay. But I'm saying you don't sign a guy for that much and not use him unless he's injured. So I think all eyes are on him. Okay. Let's put a look game.
0: Would you rather have Christian Kirk or DJ Moore?
1: Hmm. Christian Kirk.
0: Oh, I like that. I think I'd go DJ Moore, but I'm like not happy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, there's saying- no way you're doing this like happily. Yes, yes. i go DJ Moore for that one. Terry
0: McLaurin or Christian Kirk? Terry McLaurin. Okay, okay. okay. Let's see here. Christian Kirk or Brandon Cooks?
1: Christian Kirk. I mean, I, I think he's just in a better situation. I think okay. Brandon right, Cooks, ha, yeah. Oh, well, well, I think, yeah, we'll get some next. Okay. And then
0: last one Christian Kirk or, man, I had the player's name and now it's gone. Give me like three seconds. Darnell Mooney.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Christian Kirk. Oh, I go.
0: Oh yeah. I think I go Christian.
1: Yeah. I I don't know, man. Justin feels like we said, still a little unproven. It's a little. unproven. I I mean, Trevor Lawrence is also unproven. Don't get me wrong, but I think Jacksonville has, you know, they're in a little bit of a better, better spot.
0: Okay. Well, I like that. That was fun. Uh, Yeah. Christian Kirk, not a bad wide receiver to get in fantasy. Well, to kind of end off the Jaguars right now, do they have a chance to win their division this year, Ryan? Just no,
1: no. Other the other teams in the division are light years ahead. I agree with you. So it's,
0: it's a big no for me. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next team. We have the Houston Texans who did a lot better than the Jaguars, right? Not that much better. Not that much better. <laughs> they won one more game than the Jaguars. They went to four and thirteen. Ryan, what went wrong with this team?
1: I think mean, lack of experience with mm-hmm. David Mills, that quarterback, what, round three pick, round four, yeah, or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Stanford, yeah, smart guy, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I I think he probably wasn't prepared to play. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the defensive side of things, not so spicy. Um, it's funny, I think, because when we were probably in middle school, the Texans had a pretty solid D-line. I think it was like J.J. Watt and the big guy. J.J. Don uh, Crowney and Vince Wilfork. Yeah, Vince. That, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Plus Jadavion Clowney. And then now they can't rush the passer or stop the run. They're literal space eaters, like air wasters, you know, like bottom five in sacks and second worst run defense. It's like you're just in the bottom five in both categories. Just let them go. Yeah, you're your front seven, it's not doing anything. But like I don't know. To be honest, I think the potential is there though for the team. They're not one QB away there, but they have something to work with. They're not completely depleted.
0: I feel like they they believe in the team because
1: they didn't go after a quarterback when they had two picks. Um, But um, mm -hmm. it's also next year, though. I think next year they have a pretty high pick too, right?
0: They technically should.
1: Yeah, so it's like, what if they're just waiting for Bryce Young? Who knows? That's
0: true. But it is something to say that, like, you know, that's true, like, maybe they're just not willing to compete this year too. They're going to give Davis Mills a try. So... Um, I think overall it was just like what you said, inexperience for this Texans team. They're all young, like they're doing like a real, real rebuild. And I feel like they're kind of making those steps, not as big as like the Detroit Lions. I feel like they took a pretty big step. Mm-hmm. The Texans, they made progress. And that's yes, yes. That's good when you go four and thirteen. In terms of new additions, though, free agency was a little rough. I looked at the list of signings that they had, and this was like the best. Which is rough because we're gonna start off with running backs Marlon Mack and Grace Freeman, and they're not coming in hot.
1: <laughs> they're not. I, 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 no, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm looking at this list again and I'm like, yeah, it just isn't Jerry Hughes like 40. Oh, I'm sorry, like do not 30. do not come after me. <laughs> Wait, oh, he's actually 40. Yeah,
0: he, there you go. I wasn't line, lying. That defensive line additions would have been great 10 years ago.
1: You know what's funny? I think. Marison Addison and Jerry Hughes were both on the bills at one point, right? Yes. Yeah. No, no now they just literally they're retiring in Texas. Great. Yeah. Great. Great.
0: And you have to ghost Malik Collins. Anyways,
1: uh Oh Malik Collins. Ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know him. <laughs>
1: yeah, come on. Oh, I know him. Cowboys yeah. to Raiders. Come on. Oh, of course. How could I forget?
0: Um in, in terms of wide receivers, they got Chris Conley and Brandon Cooks. They re-signed him to a big deal. That's pretty good. I feel like it's just kind of like a veteran signing. Like, hey, you need, you need players to play wide receiver. You stick with Brandon Cooks, who's been loyal to the team, and you also have Chris Conley, right?
1: He's been loyal, but I think I, the one thing I have with Brandon Cooks, nothing against him personally, I think it's just – I feel like he hasn't had a fire season since he left the Saints. Like, the yeah. hype has not been around him at all since he left. So, you know, he's played eight
0: seasons and seven of them. He's had a thousand yard receiver receiving yards.
1: Oh, so he's under the radar. I don't know what the fuck I'm I sorry. I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about then. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, but but I, I, I came from the standpoint of where it's kind of like you just don't hear much about him anymore. Mm-hmm. But he's putting in the work, I guess.
0: No, that like and I find that's what's so sad. Like this guy's like an unsung hero for every team that he's played for, but we're all gonna remember him as that guy, like a blindside hit
1: in the Super yes. Bowl in the Eagles. Yeah, because that's that's the one time all of America saw him. Yeah. Dancing it's, on the field. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Running sideline to sideline just to not yes. make it. My God. Too funny, like a deer trying to cross the road on a freeway. Oh, <laughs> anyway. oh god so i'm sorry but um talk we can move on brandon cooks is a good player that's the TLDR for that let's talk about the draft um they had some pretty high picks actually they selected four times before pick 50 which is really crazy we could start with the 103 where they got Derek stingley jr at the 115 they baller they got the an offensive lineman an offensive guard kenyon green who was arguably the best offensive guard in the draft at the 205, they got Jalen Petrie, who is similar to Antoine Winfrey Jr. And at 212, they got John Mechie, who is coming off an ACL tear. Yes, but was supposed to be supposed to be from Alabama and he was supposed to be a first-round pick before that happened. Not bad. Good haul. Honestly, not a bad, not a bad draft.
1: Very good. They haul. did exactly
0: what they needed to do. So um, in terms of head coaches and new GMs, they got a new head coach Lovey Smith. Do you know anything about Lovey Smith? to be honest, I know. Bobby
1: Smith, uh, old coach for the Bears.
0: Right?
1: Oh, you're right. So, That's all I know. I mean, temper Lovey expectations Smith. in my Pretty opinion. Sure. Yeah, he looks hella different now with the white beard. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he definitely got like,
1: a. you cannot recognize the man.
0: I think it. I think this head coaching move was kind of like more like a not like a veteran move, but like a uh morale booster. You get my drift. Almost like a David coley Yes. Yes. Game. Like you know, keep the team there, keep the culture there. But it's like you know, who knows how long he's truly gonna stay with. The I don't know. Team.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like those moves, I feel rarely works because yeah. it feels really good in the moment, but I feel like they have a really short leash with the fan base because percent. it's a familiar face.
0: Yes. It's a familiar face, and I really just think it's just a filler. Like I'll give you a really good example, and it hurts for me to say this. Remember Jim Tomsula?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Filler. Same thing. Culture you, guy. Oh. Yeah, culture yeah, culture guy. guy uh-huh. Yeah, and they replaced him
1: after a year for Chip Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 it, but but right when Chip Kelly came, I feel like everyone was rejuvenated.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, thank God, Jim Tomsula. You know, like, the culture is back, and we got demolished. But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, I guess we could kind of just look to the future for the Texans. Ryan, in terms of breakout players, who do you have for the NFL and for fantasy football?
1: If i got Davis Mills, I don't draft him in fantasy. Don't pick him up in the waivers. This is not a call for you to do anything. But I think it's just, it's not the worst situation in the NFL. If the Texans believe this much in him, maybe we should too. Uh, he has a chance. Let's just say that.
0: You know what's so funny. We are three for three so far in terms of having the same place, and we don't share the dock. Everyone, we, yeah, we don't share the dock.
1: We each have we each have a separate one.
0: Davis Mills is my guy too. Yeah, they believe in him. I guess I like gotta start believing in him a little bit more too. Fantasy football. Who you got?
1: Brandon Cooks. I got the guy opposite of Brandon Cooks. Nico Collins.
0: Ooh, okay, spicy pick. I like that.
1: Right, g- give me, uh, give me a reasoning on Brandon Cooks. Honestly, if you could get him as a top 25 wide receiver,
0: you're already returning on value because he's always produced a top 25 wide receiver season every
1: single year. 1,000 yards, like you said. Uh, My take on Nico Collins, uh, as a rookie last year, 33 receptions, 446 yards. He's the number two guy. Uh, And I don't think people are drafting him high at all. And John Meschi has a torn ACL, so I think Nico Collins could be a steal.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I think because... Again, we always talk about this with, like, major injuries. Because, like, okay, John Mechie, let's say he comes back week four. Are you starting him week four? No, right? You want to see him play. Start him week five? Who knows? Because he's a rookie, and he who knows how much of the playbook he actually knows, right? Mm -hmm. So I think Nico Collins is probably going to be the better value
1: overall. Yeah, um, and basically Nico Collins has the first shot of just keeping the wide receiver two spot, if he does fine, for four weeks. Or five. That's true.
0: And to be honest... There isn't a, a like a scenario where they trade Brandon Cooks away, and then they free up the one in the two spot for Nico Collins and John Mechie. Yeah, for like a Super Bowl, like a Super Bowl contending team, like would you want Brandon Cooks on your team for like a third? I probably would. Yeah, think why not? Too not? Bad. Yeah, why not? So that is that. Um, but you finish off the Texans with the last question: Do they have a chance to win their division this year? No. No. All no,
1: right. no. Do you? Do you think so? Nope. I knew ah, no, Good. All right. Moving on. Indianapolis cults.
0: Indianapolis I know you, I knew you were waiting for that. I was waiting just to say the polis part.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make sense why it's pol- why do you add polis? Yeah, I don't know. Just, just to say Indianapolis on the map. <laughs> it doesn't say
0: Indianapolis on the map. You're funny. Um they finished the season nine and eight. They what week 17, they were nine and seven and had to play Jacksonville for a playoff spot, and they somehow fumbled the bag. They could
1: have beat the Raiders and made it, too.
0: Well, I mean, that was a playoff team, though.
1: You're right, you're right. My Raiders are pretty playoff. So, playoff. (laughs) Pretty playoff. It's an adjective now. (laughs) It's an adjective now when you're talking about the
0: Raiders. But I feel like that's what what went wrong for the Colts. I feel like they just lost
1: really bad games. But, But I think what killed them... Is the guy who's gone already, which is Carson Wentz, because it's Carson. hard to hard to say because he won them games, but he lost them games too, pretty terribly. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Bowen, and Wright. they also lost to the Jags when the Jags had an interim head coach.
0: Yes, yes, that was Week 18. Yeah, I, I was talking about yeah for a playoff spot. Just yikes, the last playoff spot. Yikes, yikes, indeed. Um, Bowen Wright, Jonathan Taylor,
1: Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman did fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Darius Leonard did his thing too. You know the guy had freaking eight, like eight force fumbles. What He's the a hell, scary man? man?
0: He's a very scary man. The My fact God. that he came, he slipped into the second round, mm-hmm. mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. Moving on to some new additions in terms of free agency, they made a lot of moves and acquisitions, but not in terms of like free agency. They got Matt Ryan trades. by a trade. Exactly. They got Ngakwe via trade, but they did sign Stefan Gilmore. Are you mad about that signing? I remember you were talking about that a lot, that like he thought they uh, yeah, land yeah. with the
1: Raiders. Uh, I don't know. I honestly kind of forgot. And then uh, I forgot he landed with the, the, the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Yes. They replaced their their other quarterback. What's his
1: name again? I don't know. He was part of the trade
0: for Rock Of course, of course. Would you rather have him or Stefan Gilmore, in your
1: opinion? Gilmore. Uh, to win right now yeah to win right now uh, obviously stefan gilmore i don't know who would choose rocky Asin over <laughs> stefan gilmore but i think in terms of building a team you kind of have to go with rocky Asin because you can't afford a premier player at every position up you know
0: i agree with you with thousand percent i feel like this stefan gilmore signing is going to be like richard sherman
1: Wouldn't you I'm think so him. i think it's that yeah. bad
0: don't know all, about bad but all good. he's gonna like, be
1: asked like, oh good good yes like, he'll, he'll do what he needs to do. Yeah, he'll yeah, do what he needs to do. He's only he's only going to be asked to drop back. It's cover yeah. three, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You have one job in this thing. You don't think. Exactly. You just do. You just do. <laughs> Stay um, in your zone. Get your man. That's all you do. That's all you do.
0: And it's not too hard when you got Yannick Ngakou into force Buckner in the line. But moving on to the exactly. draft, their first pick was at the 221. So that was, what, like pick 46 or 47? And they select a wide receiver, Alec Pierce. At the 309, they get tight end Jelani Woods. And at the 313, they got offensive tackle Bernhard Raymond. Um, their draft was yeah. okay. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, I feel like their draft picks were like, how do I say this respectfully? They weren't the best at their position, but they were second best or third best. They're not second tier in terms of like wide receiver, or like tight end. He's not a
1: well, which, yeah. which is not bad terrible these are round two and round three picks it's not like they pulled a triple m and drafted these guys in the first round (laughs)
0: you're right you are right moving on to head coach the new gms they do not have any sort of structural changes what you look forward to this year ryan in terms of breakout players i'll go first for this um for the next two in terms of the nfl it's matt ryan you're probably going to be like well why would you call it a breakout if you know matt ryan's been here for like literally when the earth was made well no one starts him no one starts him and when was the last time he had a, a good season it's been a minute so i want to call it been a minute it's not really a breakout season but a rejuvenation season for got matt it. To ryan
1: um i got yeah, go for it. i got quitty pay uh four Ooh. sacks in year one but now yannick and Gokwe plays across from him i think it makes his life easier
0: a thousand percent. I like that pick a lot in terms of fantasy football. I feel like it might be aligned here. I got Michael
1: Pittman jr. Okay. Okay. I also got a receiver. Wait, why do you have Pittman or do you, do, do you have any follow-up to that or no? Again, I feel
0: like he's just going to take another big step after last year. Last year, he was like a top 25 wide receiver. I think he could sneak into the top 20 with a better quarterback throwing to him. I feel like this team's going to be more competitive. He's a true alpha one. I'm excited for Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. coming into this draft.
1: So I kept it under the radar, similar to like, you know, my last one with Nico Collins. So this is kind of, I feel like a dart throw, but it could really pay off. So, because imagine if your waiver pickup becomes your starting tight end, you know, Mo Valley Cox, right? It just me out <laughs> for a second, Matt Ryan has been in a system that utilizes the tight end quite a lot in Atlanta, for his whole career, basically. You had Tony Gonzalez for the longest time ever and Kyle Pitts. Now, I really think Mo Ali cox is going to benefit. Like, do not doubt it. I like
0: that. I like that. I think the only person stop, stopping him is Jelani Woods, who
1: is like Mo Ali cox No, no, no. How no. about Mo Ali cox man? Come on. dude. <laughs> Mo Ali cox actually, like, I think his stats are not bad. Like, not bad. I, I don't remember exactly, when I looked, but they're not bad. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Four TDs, 300 yards. He just needs the opportunities, you know? He's not getting that many targets. He's getting 45 targets.
0: That's what Carson Wentz, who, yeah. Okay, I can see where you're coming from. I, I like the pick. Uh-huh. I think a tight end will do well, I just don't know which tight end. Got it.
1: But yeah, it makes um, sense. A tight end will do well.
0: Yes. Um. Do they have a chance to win their division this year? Yes, they have a chance. I agree with you. Yes. Let's move on to the last team. It's the Tennessee Titans who finished twelve and five. Ryan, what went right? And honestly, I'm going to open the book for what went wrong for this team.
1: Okay. Uh, their best record since 2008. Henry carried them when he got injured. Uh, Deonta Foreman and uh Hilliard. Yeah, Hilliard yeah. stepped up. Good teams have good depth. Um, it feels like for what went wrong, it feels like they lacked offensive firepower in the sense that it wasn't exciting to watch them play at all from a passing game standpoint. And I think it was just because Tannehill. And I think we might have talked about this probably like offline before, where it's kind of like Tannehill is just kind of like, I don't know, he's like good enough to keep a job, but like not like fire, you know? He sucked. Okay. 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 <laughs> it wasn't bad. That bad, bad. There were worse quarterbacks.
0: Okay, but when you think of like number one seed teams over like the
1: past ten years, well, it's because where's... Tennessee does it differently. They they run the rock. You know, <laughs> been... it's like Pete Carroll's drooling watching this offense. Oh, I see. I see. Well, that's a that's a fair take. I just wanted more from Ryan
0: Tannehill after his really good season last year. I'm sure.
1: Year. I'm sure everyone did, or everyone, yeah. yeah,
0: everyone was expecting more. Exactly. Well, hopefully they can repeat. But I feel like we're gonna have a lot to say about that in a bit. Um, let's talk about some new additions then. In terms of free agents and acquisitions, they got Robert Woods via trade. They re signed Harold Landry, and they signed Austin Hooper, which I think is kind of a sneaky, sneaky addition. In my Not bad. Opinion moving on with the draft at the 118, they selected Traylon Burks after trading away AJ Brown to the Eagles. At the 203, they got cornerback Roger McCreary. At the 305, they got Nicholas Petit Free. Wow, French man, huh? Wee wee, wee wee, wee wee. For um, any sort of head coaching or new GM moves, they did not make any. So let's get started with what to look forward to for this team. In terms of breakout players for the NFL, I had Traylon Burks. I didn't have any for the NFL. Ooh, okay, I like that. So um, take it away for who, uh, who, which two players did you have for fantasy football then?
1: I put Traylon Burks as one of my guys of fantasy. Okay. I think he's stepping in and filling A.J. Brown's shoes right away. Like, he, he's tasked with filling his shoes. Not guarantee that he will, but I feel like that's a good start and good potential. Uh, the next guy I got, Robert Woods. If he recovers nicely from his torn ACL, I think Woods is good. Because when he was on the Rams offense with Cooper Cup, I think people are drafting both Cup and Woods, like, what, around five, four, mm-hmm. four, five, five, or six, somewhere like that. Basically back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we'll see it yet, but maybe next year, we could probably see the same with Woods and Burks. I would not be
0: surprised, to be honest with you. And yeah. would it surprise you if Robert Woods was the wide receiver
1: one coming into this year? No. Wait, because didn't articles or news came out like last week about Trelon Burks like struggling with drops? Already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Robert Woods, the veteran guy.
0: The veteran guy, right? I feel like people kind of underestimate that. So I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Woods leads the team in targets next year. For fantasy football, for me, I had Austin Hooper. Not bad. Not bad. He was a good player um, back when he was playing with the Falcons, ended up with the Browns, and obviously didn't go super hot. But, I mean, you go to the Tennessee Titans, who like to use a tight end. We don't know which tight end every single week. It seems to be a revolving door. But yes. with Austin Hooper, I feel like you have the talent, you have the stability there. Maybe they kids start utilizing him, and he could sneak into the top 12. Do they have a chance to win their division this year, Ryan? Yes, the Colts are their main competition, but they do have a chance. Ooh, they do have a chance. That's where I'm going to leave it right there. They do have a chance. Well, that is almost everything that we have for this episode. Let's conclude it with the tradition. The classic. the classic. The tradition. How are we going to stack up the AFC South coming into this year? Ryan, let's start with the fourth team. Who will finish last in the AFC South
1: next year? The Houston Texans. Ooh, wow. You have the Houston Texans too? No, Houston, the Jaguars. Right. You have the – still?
0: Yeah, Yeah, I was talking about the Jaguars too, but I still, I feel like they're one more. So much love for Doug, huh? No, not enough. Yeah, I I have, yeah, I have the Jaguars fourth. I feel like they're going to finish last one more year.
1: So I'm pretty sure you have the Texans third Third. to last. Yes. Okay. So we're just flipped there. there. Um, uh, So for the second
0: team, for the second, so we're going from fourth to first, right? Yes. Yes so the second best team in this division, I have
1: the Titans. I agree with that. Yeah, I did Titans and the Colts. I think the Colts are going to take this division. They have the piece. Matt Ryan, I, I feel it.
0: Right, right. You just you, you just have this hunch, and I'm like, I'm not dissing the Titans, but like 12 and five, they may, maybe you'll watch more of the Titans play, but like their wins weren't too spectacular in my opinion. I don't know. And
1: I think people are like kind of like undercutting the Colts a bit, is because so many people don't value quarterbacks like Matt Ryan because he's not a sexy quarterback. He does not run the ball. He doesn't do anything like that. He's just like a, he's a normal guy, you know? He's a normal quarterback. He's like what? He's literally just an older version of Kirk Cousins and people just don't know that. Yeah. And the problem is Kirk Cousins, everyone hates on him, but he does just fine. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, we talked about this during the Sailor franchise for uh, for the division. Yeah. Like they're fine.
0: Or he they're, is fine. Yeah, he's not the reason why they're going to lose games. And Merritt Ryan's not going to be the re- reason why they lose games. So guess what? Their, their record's going to be better because Carson Wentz was the reason why they lost games last year. Exactly.
1: I feel like right now, everyone is just focused on quarterbacks that can literally change the game, like a Mahomes. But yes. you don't need that to win the Super Bowl. Especially when you have the
0: amount of depth and the amount of like star power that this whole team has.
1: So. Yeah, like literally look at the Rams. They won with Matthew Stafford. And Matthew Stafford is not game changer per se
0: mm-hmm. he's just yeah. a
1: really good quarterback
0: and i yeah. think matt ryan can provide the same exact thing that's why we have the colts at number one ryan that's all i had
1: that's all i had too so to everyone that has made it this far thank you for listening and hopefully you learned one more thing or two about the nfl <laughs> share the podcast with your friends and follow us on twitter at that's the t 2020 we'll catch you guys again next week when we do the same thing for the afc south and that's the t and that's the t take care y'all